If it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moskahanna Bonsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. What's going on, guys? What's, What's up, Jordan? What's up, GM? <laughs> How's everybody doing? Awesome. <laughs> How are you? Pretty good. Doing good. Doing good. Just barely yeah, made it, so. Voice. I've been yelling at little kids on the ice for the last two days, so. Right? I'll have to excuse the rasp. <laughs> how did uh, how did, how did that? That's that's an awesome. My, Josh sent me the note on that. I was like, well, well, hold on, GM. So GM and head coach of the Railers. Yes, sir. Congrats. Yes, sir. I like the hat and shirt, by the way. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> I told you how stupid I got it. Went out for two. Then I went back for the parade. There you go. <laughs> you know, they're not local, man. I got to go where my team is. <laughs> hey, I like it, man. I like it. That was a, it was a, it was a blast. So, so how did that, uh, how did that all come to fruition, man? Player one day, next boom, you're in charge. Yeah. So no, I mean, it all, uh, it all came down. You know, my, Mike Myers came up to me and approached me and told me that the position would be opening up and um, asked me if I would like to be considered for it. And, uh, I threw my hat in the ring. We interviewed and, and chatted a, a bunch about it over the course of a week or so after after the spot had opened, and that was it. It happened. Wow. GM and head coach of your Worcester Railers, Mike Show. Yeah, yeah I, I heard. Yeah. Did, you, did you hear <laughs> yeah, that? I, I, I heard about that somewhere. I yeah. should hope so, being a morning host in that town. Yeah, yeah. We've, I should uh, hope yeah. so. I'll ask you what I asked before, though. Have you found a replacement for yourself since you were the best goddamn player on that team? <laughs> the most points. You took our best player off the roster. That's the first mistake. Your first move was a mistake as coach and GM. Like Are you said, still like, playing? What's going on over like there? Like I said that morning, when that was the first thing when I when I signed the contract. It was the first thing Mike Myers said to me. He goes, yeah, see. Goes, now he goes, your first job is to replace yourself. Good luck. Right. I mean, you could still I mean, play. Like I mean, luck. that's that's what they right. did in Slapshot, right? He was he was player, coach, GM. He was. I I think so. My the unfortunate thing in a salary cap league is any money that I make counts towards our salary cap. Uh, so we'll have to be down a few bodies before that works out. Listen, Tom Brady, take a hometown discount. Let's go. <laughs> oh, right. I, I, did, I did last right. year when I was playing. So that's what you've yeah. already, already been down that road. Yeah, because the ECHL is doling out NFL money, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, lost, I lost money playing hockey. Last year. I don't know you guys <laughs> they got a deal on those yeah. hat tricks every game from you. <laughs> yeah. And Josh, look how well Paul Newman turned out in Slapshot. Oh, so right. exactly. <laughs> you basically looked at this job and you said, I need to make some money back. I'll be the GM. Well, how much are you gonna yeah. pay me? Let's go. <laughs> my my, you know what, I gotta be honest. The the I, I took like two, two and a half weeks off after the season. Um, and then I started working out. I'm like, oh, I'm playing next year. I gotta get back in shape. That first week of workouts did something to my body that it has never, ever felt before. I couldn't sit down to take a shit for like four days after the first workout because my legs were so tired and shaky from the first lift. I thought, wow, this is a sign. It might be time. You know what's sad is that's me not like just getting up. I, there's no exercise involved whatsoever. I get up in the morning. My legs are so shaky. I just shit myself and that's it. I, Jeez. can't even make it to the toilet that's yeah that's incredible. uh that's me right now in the middle of uh moving just moving boxes and stuff i mean my back is screaming right now i know i'm putting on this face but i am in a lot of pain so. <laughs> <laughs> we're all dying inside on the podcast that's great yeah great so uh jordan you you uh said in a, a lot of interviews that um you want to make this team a little tougher so what what's what's your definition of tougher Ah, uh, I mean, definitely more physical. We definitely want to have a little bit of a tough guy presence. We lacked that last year, um, you know, most of the year. Uh, I'm still out there looking for it. You know, I, I want a, a bigger back end, um, some bigger defensemen, some stronger defensemen. Overall, I just want to be harder to play against. Um, I felt like we had a lot of skill last year, but we had a lot of similar players. 
Um, and I want to find a couple guys this year that are going to fill more of that role that are going to be a pain in the ass to play against. It'll be in your face all the time. Might not be afraid to drop the gloves here or there. Is that oh. latest signing? Who was that? McGurdy? Is that who? Uh, yeah, he's, he's a D man. And he, I mean, he was a no, no brainer for me. He was one of the first guys I talked to when I got the job about coming back. He, by the end of the season was one of our most consistent and better defensemen. Um, he doesn't necessarily play a, like a tough guy game, but he is a hard defenseman to play against. He's strong on his stick. He's strong on the puck. So definitely excited to have him back. Maybe now, was that same old, tough uh, guy mentality going to um, be behind the bench too? Because I know Isaiah, you're, you're avalanche. I mean, Patrick Waugh was about to jump through that glass. So <laughs> Dude, the, first, the first season when Rawah was the coach of the avalanche and he started punching the glass to fight the coach. I'm like, Look, being a Bruins fan for 20 years before I became an Avalanche fan, not a fan of Rawa. But when he was the goalie on the team that won the cup, okay, I like you. And then when he became coach, he 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 has a short fucking fuse, that man. <laughs> oh, he was my he was my junior coach. I played no for him. Oh, he was my boss for the last couple of years, too. Um, scouting for my old Quebec League team. So no, I, I know Patrick well and I saw that short fuse a few times. Um, he tried to fight. I want to say uh, Moncton's coach. And one, it was, it was. Uh, I think it was Ted Nolan. Um, and we had a game in Moncton, maybe in the playoffs. And he was ready to climb over the partition there too. He was, he was ready to go. He gets fired up. Uh, one of my favorite Patrick stories was we were playing uh, Bathurst in a regular season game. We were one of the best teams in Canada at the time. Um, we were lights out, couldn't lose. And we're down, I think maybe four, nothing or four, one going to the third period. And he comes in the locker room and he loses his mind. <laughs> he's screaming at us. And he's telling if you don't win this fucking game tonight, you are going out there and you are skating afterwards. Oh. We came back. I believe we lost like five, four. I can't remember if it was overtime or we just lost five, four, but we made it a game. I mean, we came back, we came out flying. Still lost. He gets in the locker room, tells everybody to get some water, tells the training staff to bring out the practice jerseys, uh, throws us in the uh, practice jerseys, and goes straight Herb Brooks on the line for <laughs> 45 minutes. Uh, 45 minutes, we just did mountains. And we uh, just <laughs> what's going on behind you there, Shoot. Oh my, uh, my daughter's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for 45 minutes after playing a game, we, we, we stood on the line and we did mountains, blue line, oh. goal line, red line, goal line, blue line, goal line, goal line, goal line. Nonstop. He wasn't fucking kidding. Nope. He was not <laughs> kidding. And I think we won 22 or 23 games in a row after that. Now was it, was that before oh. or after the miracle movie came out? Cause I feel like after that movie came out, every coach in hockey was doing that. And I was so like, this listen, was, this was before, this was before this okay. was in 2000 and, 2006. I, I okay, so he's not a copycat. <laughs> no, no, he, uh, yeah, he, he came up with that all on his own. So that was, that was. Oh, you think I copied someone? <laughs> Fuck you, I do it for two hours. I was sitting in his <laughs> office up there uh, during Quebec's training camp this past year, and we were talking about that, and he's like, can't do things like that anymore. You get in trouble these days. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? You can't. You can't even do yeah. stuff like that now. Well, yeah, a player might tweet about it, and then that's the end. Yeah, but isn't that? I mean, that's. I thought that was like a pretty common thing. I mean, not just NHL, but you know, from from like peewees on up. You know, isn't isn't that like you, you know, get out there and work? I'm going to make you work. Isn't that the coach's job? It's uh, yes. But there, there are, you have to be, you got to go about it differently these days. People wow. will fucking sue you. I, I can imagine that people will say you, you hit me, you yelled at me. I, you, I'm, I don't think it's as bad as you hurt my feelings, but you can't, you can't Bobby Knight on someone and fucking start hucking chairs out onto the basketball fucking no, court. No coaches. And, and, and the thing is coaches like that don't last as, as much anymore. They don't last as long. Players don't respond to that as much as they used to. Right. Yeah. What, what or they have fucking heart attacks and drop dead. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what What are some other things that you, because you've, you've been all over the world, what are some other things some of the coaches have done that you take as an example of what not to do? <laughs> what, like, you don't want to, like, I've worked for a bunch of guys, you know, I'm not going to name right here, but it's like, I always say, 
you know, if I ever get into this situation or some kind of supervisor situation, I am not going to, these are the things <laughs> I'm not going to do. These are the examples not to follow. You know, there, there, were, there were definitely, definitely some, uh, one that really jumps off the page is, uh, you know, I had a year, uh, I had gotten traded to a team and I came in and, um, it was, it was an off year for me and I, I wasn't necessarily reaching my potential that year. And the coach, he, he hated me. He absolutely <laughs> Um, you know, we had some, we had some battles, um, some epic fuck you matches on the bench back and forth. And, um, we get to a, a point where he's not going to dress me for a game and he pulls me into his office and he tells me, yeah, you're not going to play tonight. And, you know, I look, I, I'm a little surprised and he goes, well, he goes, you've been through this before, right? Like, this isn't the first time you've been scratched. I said, actually, yeah, he's the first time I've been scratched in American League in my career like I, I haven't done this before and he was surprised by that and then he went on to say well he goes honestly he goes I, I don't really want to play you ever um and, and he kept you know he keeps the conversation going and we start to get into it a little bit and he looks at me and and he goes hey uh you remember so-and-so He's like, yeah, I, I grew up with him. I, I know who you're talking about. And I just, I don't want to name names. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I know exactly who you're talking about. Like we grew up to play. I, I've known him for years. And he looks at me, he goes, you know, ask him, uh, ask him what happened with his career. How easy it was for him to get a job after he left here. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. He goes, you know, coach just call me. They're going to ask for references. What do you, uh, what do you want me to tell him about you? Because he couldn't get a job. I just remember leaving that office just what a feeling, dick. Exactly. Feeling like, man, like what what was what's the point of that? Like I understand. Yeah, going I know, out of your way. Yeah, going out of your way to basically sit there and tell me that you're gonna ruin my career. And you know what? I found out several years later he did. He tried <laughs> yeah. to. I had, oh, uh, wow. I had I had several teams that offered me contracts in the top league in Germany after my first year out of the American League that I was going over to Europe. And they'd all offer the contracts, say, we just need to do our homework. And all of a sudden, those contracts were gone. That's fucking lame. Never figure out where it came from until the year I had my heart surgery. We talked about it on the, uh, the first episode there. Um, I ended up going out with the coaching staff of the team that I had eventually signed on in Germany and, and having a bunch of beers with them. So they're finally a little, they're a little bit loosened up. You know, we've, we've, we're, we're 10, we're 10 big, tall Hefeweizen uh, <laughs> at this point. Um, and I finally asked, I was like, Hey, you know what, what happened? You guys almost signed me six years ago and you pulled the contract. I found out it was some kind of character reference that came back. You know, me now you got, you know, what kind of person I am, like what happened? And the guy told me exactly what it was. He said, we called this guy. He was coaching Europe for a while. He said that you were uncoachable. You were a terrible teammate. You were a horrible guy in the locker room and just sewered me. Wow. Me wow. The so that has always stuck out as an example that I'm never going to use my position and hold it over a guy in that regard. It just, it, it's something I'll never forget. and something that I will never do to a player. Where is that guy now in the ecosystem of hockey? Um, the Bruins just hired him. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, that would that would fit in that organization. With, uh, with, oh shit! With Don Sweeney at the helm, who I also had a, a pretty good fu match back and forth with at one point. Um, that would make two of them. But no, I think he was, he was coaching. Uh, he was coaching somewhere in the Quebec League last I heard. I'm not. I'm not sure where he is now. That 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 stands true with any management of anybody anywhere or any like Mike was saying, a position of being in a, in a supervisory role. Like you gotta. If I come out of a meeting with you, and even if I've got so much work I need to do. Lift me up somehow. Make yeah. me be like, all right, look, Isaiah, this might not be, you're doing really well with this. So good. Keep that up. We can work on these things, but we can do that together. And then, and that's going to encourage me to say, all right, well, I can do this well. I'll really enhance on that. Not that when you come out of meetings and we've all been there with different jobs. When you come out going, why the fuck did I just even have that meeting? I yeah. feel like shit. And my energy level is not good. Like, I just want to go right. home. Well, you're, yeah, it, it takes away your motivation, right? Oh, like yeah. You don't, you don't like, I find that I found that with myself with, you know, in a couple of different jobs and it, it goes all the way back to high school when I used, and I was hard to believe I used to play sports. Um, <laughs> I was, I was a you still do. And disc golf is a sport. Yeah. Coach, I was going to say, disc golf, is a sport, disc golf post all the time on Instagram. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. You work on the arm and you're super high the whole time. That's, that's right. Great. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, God bless it. 
But it's exactly. just like you 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 feel like, and this is just me, you feel like, why do I want to even win for this guy? Right. You know? Yeah. And I think that that's probably the challenge, right, Jordan? It's like, how do I get these guys to want to win, not just for me, but for the team? Like what's yeah. what is a what's like a key to to getting them to do that? To say, I want to do it for Jordan, I want to do it for the Railers. I mean, for yeah. me, I think I'm I'm in a lucky position that I got to battle a lot of these guys last year. I mean, we've got five or six guys coming back that saw me in the room. They saw me on the ice at 35 years old when we had eight forwards for three games in a row. When we played five games in seven nights, yep. they know that I've gone to battle for them. They know me personally. They know that I'm going to continue to go to battle for them for their careers. Um, and that's, that's the best way to motivate guys these days. Um, it's that whole servant leadership approach. It's that, you know, yes, they work for me, but I work for them as well. Yep. Um, and especially these days, the, the, the generation of player that's coming up through, they need to know and believe that their coach is working for them. I want to make yep. them better players, and they need to believe that and feel that. And you can't do that if you're bullshitting them. Guys, yeah. see, guys see through that shit instantly. Um, and it's one thing that through the signing process and through the, the offseason free agency, I, I can honestly take pride every night going to sleep knowing that when I talk to a guy, gave the expectations that he should expect to come his way in training camp, they were honest. Um, you know, nobody's going to come in and, and have the rug pulled up from under and they know where they stand. You know, I probably lost a guy or two in the process because, you know, I couldn't tell them that I had a guaranteed spot for them for the year, that they might be one of those bubble guys. That if I get too many guys from town, they may have to go. But ultimately, I had two or three guys come back after I talked to them about that and say, you know, no, like, I appreciate the honesty. I want to come earn my spot. Like, so for me, it, it's, it's really about the guys trusting that you have their best interest in mind. And, and that in the end is they're, they're going to want to run through a wall for you. Yeah. If you're going to do the same thing for them on the administrative side, every boss or anybody watching that manages anybody should look at what you just said and put that into immediate effect. Doesn't matter. I don't care if you, what doesn't matter what you do for work. If you're in a hockey situation, work in radio, work in a, at an accounting firm, if you do what you just said over the last minute or two right there, how do you not succeed? Yeah. There will be hard times. You, you may have to cut people. You may have to, you're going to have to have some tough conversations. People are going to have attitudes. People have egos. Let's be serious. But I mean, you take that attitude before you know it, you'll be the fucking coach of the Islanders or some team in the NHL. No, seriously. Because <laughs> or maybe right? the Bruins because the they're Island going to have the spot open soon. Wow. Probably the Islanders first. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, uh, you know, I, I, look back, I look back at coaches that I played for and I think about the coaches that I truly believed were trying to make me better. And yep. those are the guys that I worked the hardest for. Those are the guys that I wanted to win for. Patrick in, in, in Quebec, you know, he was a hard ass. He was, he was all over us all the time, but he was fair. He was all over our best players. We had the kid Alexander Radiloff that plays in the NHL now. Um, he had 153 points in like 56 games or something. Jesus. Um, that year we had. And he got on him as much as he got on the guy that was playing three minutes a night as a 16-year-old rookie. Yeah. And I, I admired that so much out of him. Um, and that's something I absolutely want to take. But he's a guy that if I ever had a chance to play for him again, I would run through the end ball for him. If he told me to back yeah. check 210 feet, I would find a way to be sitting in the fourth row of the bleachers in my gear to make that happen for him. And that's, and that's, that's what I want my guys to do. And, you know, Cunning was like that last year too. Cunning is a guy that, you know, he had his player's best interest at heart when it came to development. You know, he made me a better player last year at 35. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, yeah. I take a lot of that example from him moving forward in this job. Where's he going now? What's he off to do? Uh, I don't know. I, I actually have got to reach out to him here soon and, and have a chat and see what's next for him. I think he'll, he'll land in, in a good spot. He's a, he's hockey wise, one of the most brilliant hockey minds I've, I've played for X's and O's and, and, and player development wise. He is, he's second to none. That guy taught me a lot about the game this year. When you say that and, and, and you look at the position being changed, what, how did the team come to that conclusion? Because uh, of, you, 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 you praise well, him. Think, I think but. they all. I think they all sat down at the end of the year, and, and it just it wasn't it wasn't going to be a fit for for both parties, and, and yeah. you know they had that conversation and, and, and moved on. 
Um, but you know, you won't find a lot of guys in the room that, that had a, a ton of bad things about he found a way to make guys better. Last and year, it, that's for and sure. In yep. all fairness, he started was messed up. He had some messed up years. I mean, well, one year wasn't even a year, right? Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean was and last year, was, last year wasn't was even an there. nightmare um, of a situation. I mean, we had like 70 to 80 bodies that came through our room it's a it's a it's a tough situation to to work with for sure um and, and you know we, we just missed the playoffs and even having yeah. gone through all that so um you know we're we're starting off next year from a good thought that a core group of guys that are going to be coming back um are good players you know our, our top six forwards are going to be guys that are are good top six for the um we've got a couple defensemen now lined up that i'm really excited about um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good things coming, and like I said, we're going to play a pretty simple, very hockey. Going to have the puck in the other teams as much. As what about Appleby? Are you do you expect to see awesome. him at all? Or you uh, I know what's going on with App? Um, I, I've 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 kind of been holding off on goalie recruiting, waiting to see what Bridgeport's going to do. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll get an update on that here now that free agency has started um, and they'll start signing their, their players out of junior and they'll start signing a draft picks, things like that. And eventually that will, will trickle down and I'll kind of know what's coming our way. What is it you look for? Like you personally, you look for in a goalie because that's a, that is a particular breed of human right oh. there. If, if they can be considered human at all. Like, uh, you, know, you know what we, so um, the goalies we had last year between Appleby and Ellis had to be two of the most normal human beings for goalies really? that I played with. I mean, both amazing guys and incredible athletes. Um, they, they were huge for us last season. Um, what I look for in a goalie, um, you know, I, I like a little size in a goalie, um, you know, preferably you want a guy that's a little bit bigger, but that doesn't say that they're, there are guys that aren't good that are, you know, under that six foot mark guy. I played with the Manchester a few years back. He just signed in, in Jacksonville. Charles Williams is his name. Um, unbelievable goalie, smaller. He's got a compete level like nobody else. Um, so that's something I look for in a goalie. Somebody that's going to fight hard for that fourth and fifth rebound if it happens. Mm. Um, but for goalies, you know, I, I don't have a ton of experience scouting goalies. I, that'll be the first thing I'll tell you. That's something that I, I lean on other people for. I lean on goalies that I played with in the past. If a kid gets sent to me, I'll ask a guy that I play with, look at some video for me, help me out here. Um, you know, Mike Myers was a goalie, our, our COO. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. His opinion, you know, when, when he has a look and, um, you know, there's, there's a number of people that I'll go to when it comes to goalie scouting. Can you lean on someone like, like, like Patrick? Did you go back to Patrick? Sorry, Mike. Yeah, and talk no, to him. Uh, Patrick, probably not. That guy's, I mean, he's, he's a GM and a coach of that team up there. If it's somebody that played in the Quebec league that I was looking at, um, he would, he would be a first call for sure, because he'd give me a, a pretty honest opinion. You know, he's, he's an interesting one because he's always said with his team, he hires and has a separate goalie coach. Got it. I mean, somebody of his standing, it's just, it's gotta be intimidating to, to right. play for. Right? Right. So he, tries to, he tries to keep his hands off the goaltending as much as possible is what he said, because it, it can just, I mean, the pressure would probably be huge. Oh my God. Can you imagine if, if Patrick Roy or Grant Fuhrer or Andy Moog or any of those people, and all of a sudden you were a goalie coming up under these men, you'd be like, I can't fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. fuck up or Osgood with Detroit or any of those like legendary goalies or, or a uh, road door. You'd be like, I, I can't even lift a fucking guy in the eye. I will say they probably have one of the more impressive coaching staffs moving forward next year. They just signed Simone wow. Gagne to be no way. one of their assistant coaches. Their head coach is now Patrick Waugh, and their assistant coach, if I read that correctly, is, um, is Simone Gagne, and I think he's going to be like an assistant GM as well or something like that. So that, that staff's wow. incredible. Yeah. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, just a kind of a, on a related note, back to uh, Mike Myers. Is, is now I always get his title wrong. Is he CFO now or what? What's COO? I believe COO. Yeah. So I got a question about him. Uh, I know you don't have to answer because you know I don't want you to get in trouble. But <laughs> are are all his teeth fake? Because when that guy smiles at oh. me, it's like, oh my <laughs> god. You have beautiful teeth for a hockey player. Honestly, I don't and know. You... I, I'll be happy to ask him. I actually just got off the phone with him about an hour ago. I mean, so just, it's just a gorgeous mouthful of chiclets there. It's just pristine. I'm like, you 
you've never played hockey yeah. ever. Hey, you <laughs> know what? some of us, some of us make through a full career with, with all of our teeth. I can, oh, really? actually, I can say that now without knocking on wood. Wow. I mean, some little kid at a clinic I'm running is probably going to fall high, stick me now, and I'm going to lose one. But, I mean, Watch game one, a puck's going to come right behind the bench and hit you. I have taken some in the face and they've stayed in there. So not, I mean, we'll, we'll hope to keep that streak alive. I'm looking at him on the Railers website, Mike. Michael G. Myers, there he is. Look at those teeth. You yeah. go, it is no way. Either Amazing smile. Delta- yeah, how is Delta Dental not the official dentist of the NHL? <laughs> like, I'm in marketing, and every time I watch a game, obviously we just watch right through the Stanley Cup Finals. There are no teeth in any of those dudes' heads, and I'm like, how the fuck did Delta Dental not grab onto that sponsorship? <laughs> like, if you're listening, yeah. Delta Dental, I can work out the deal for you, morons. There's Come some money on. there, I am sure, and there's oh, plenty of advertising space. Dude, Eric Johnson, look at him. How many times did you see his face in the finals? That kid's got no teeth from here to here and doesn't give a shit. He's like, fuck you, I got the cup. I'm like, wow, dude, you need it. You need teeth. You yeah. need teeth. <laughs> yeah. That always, awesome. always, that's the first, that's the first question I get anytime I do anything. Anytime I go on a date, anytime I meet someone, oh, you're a hockey player, do you have all your teeth? <laughs> that was well because that was you know that was the classic like i guess you could say stereotype of a hockey player because before you know helmets and everything it was it was bobby clark and that giant gap in his mouth you know and scars all over his face and shit like that i I still play men's league hockey over here in westboro and i'm i'm putting a cage on i forgot i I played again the other day i put it on i was like what am i doing what's the point i'm not pro anymore i'm putting a cage on screw this (laughs) right you you have a team to run man we can't have you all fucked up i gotta look i gotta look good behind the bench right oh yeah (laughs) how how is i mean it's it's only been a little bit but go go from like like i'm not gonna say day one when it happened but you you were a player and you know that whole point of view now you've got you see everything you understand everything you know budgets you know exactly i mean how is that transition it's only been a little bit but like going from here's my bubble to oh fuck i'm in charge of all of this shit like is that like how's that feeling it's it's a lot um it was a lot at the beginning adrenaline carried me through the first like week or so and that was chaotic you know getting a bunch of guys signed and there was a futures trade deal deadline it was all kinds of stuff that i like day one that i was going through um and then it it settled down a little bit it is it's a very different day for me i wake up in the morning i get my workout in i take the dog for a walk and then i sit at the computer all day and i recruit yeah Um, and I'm, I'm trying to get myself to a point here. I'd say I'm probably maybe four signings away from being able to relax for a little bit and then just kind of letting the rest of the market come to me, um, which will feel really nice. Um, but I, I've loved it. I got to be honest. I've loved it. It's, it's, That's cool. It's been a nice change of pace. I mean, I'm still, it's, it's funny. I, I still go to the pro skates and I'm still practicing with the guys. I'm still playing in some of the, the pro league games because let's be honest, I don't like exercising any other way and I don't want to get fat. So that's, that's how I'm staying in shape. I believe I'm going to head over and skate tomorrow morning at keep 9, skating, keep skating 30 because I, I, it's just, it's not fun for me any other way to burn calories. So that's, that's how I've got to do it. I was going to ask awesome. you that, like, cause you, you say, yo, I get up in the morning and I work out. I'm like, are you still going to do that? Even though it's, you know, your, your coach GM now. And, and uh, cause you see some of these guys who stop playing and uh, believe me, I worked with one of them. And uh, it's like, <laughs> oh, they just they just get so huge so fast. And I just I just <laughs> would imagine it's because, you know, you've done it for so long. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I don't have to do this anymore. Fuck this. Get, let's get a cheesecake, you know, and, and first of all, LB is not even here to defend himself. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not, I that's never said fair. his name. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no. You weren't talking about fucking spaz. That's for sure. Let's be serious. <laughs> Um, no it is I, honestly man the first couple of weeks it, it's like you have to i've got to find that motivation again but i'm also a single head coach and gm so oh, there's right there's, there there's a whole other aspect of that I've, I've gotta i've gotta keep this in in somewhat decent form right that's <laughs> a whole nother level of motivation right there yes, exactly yeah yeah still on, still on the market so it's you know Oh, that's you know, right. We did the podcast and that girl left you after that because we said some shit yes, about it. We're, yes, we're sorry about yes. that. We're sorry, sorry about that, that man. <laughs> Jesus. That was and our actually, fault. when you guys, when you were with her, you weren't playing well, but when you broke up, I think you had a hat trick. So we were trying to help you with that stuff. 
Yeah, so maybe, I mean, maybe we'll win a ton of games if I stay single through the season. We'll have to figure that out. Well, you stayed single and you're the fucking general manager, so. <laughs> right. Um, Keep the signal clear. I'm destined to be a lonely workaholic. You gotta live like a priest, you know? You're married You're married to the game now. Yeah. No, I, I'd say married to the game in one night stands until you can't anymore go. Just go. I did, I did, I did go out and get a puppy. That was my... Um, that, that was my answer to coming home to an empty house every night for the time. Okay. Being. So that's, that's been a lot of work, but awesome. So now okay. your furniture is ripped apart and you're trying to figure <laughs> out what the weird smell is. You know what? Honestly, I'm, I'm home so much working on recruiting and stuff. I'm there. It hasn't happened yet. She's been great. That's oh, great. Perfect. Yeah. Except where do you massive separation anxiety that she now has every time I walk out of a room because I'm constantly there. <laughs> that's not good. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta bring her over to the to the rink, get her used to hanging out. You know? Oh yeah. yes, yeah. She's seen me. She's seen the office once or twice already. Yep. Nice. That Perfect. could be a thing. That could be a didn't didn't doesn't Belichick have a dog? And when during draft, like the dog got up on a chair or something, it was at the computer. So he took a picture and he put it out there, like his dry humor. But like this fucking dog is making the decisions for the New England Patriots. <laughs> you might be able to do, put your dog on the chair and say, "This hey hey, I'm the new GM, and my dog's gonna make the decision." So you better like fucking animals. <laughs> the official dog of the well, I guess there's already official dog. There's tracks, but you know. Well, listen, there's <laughs> a new go, GM Josh. in town. There's a new GM in oh, town. I mean, and, there is. And Mike Mike Myers has got he's got his dog pops into the office every once in a while and and slides wow. down to uh, to the office. So there may be a couple pups running around at different times. So. Hey, can we get the person that does your website to put your fucking face on the front office staff? I mean, I got ownership here. Summer, <laughs> man. Come on. No, this is fucking bullshit. Cliff and Susan, I get you on the team. Thanks. And then you got Stephanie, who's the president. Mike, your teeth look fucking amazing, Myers. And then the rest of these people, I don't see the fucking stud leader here. Well, what I don't know. Fuck? I don't know if I fall under front office or if there, there's got to be, there's, there's be a hot where the, where the fuck GM are you? GM is front office. Yeah, general yeah, manager. So maybe, maybe maybe I go in both. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, Head sure. coach, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> who the fuck? Who the fuck are the Islanders running this website? Fuck New York, dude. Oh, let's get Nicole from Invoke Media on the case. All right? Yes. <laughs> our website girl that does our website can fix this shit. I Thank you. This Jordan's face. Well, it'll let's be go. On there. We got plenty of time. <laughs> My face is all over the player stuff anyway for now, so we're good. And then, like, on the website, could we have official, official podcast of the Railers breaking the ice? (laughs) You want to make that a thing? I I could put you in touch with with the right people. Dude, we want to make it it a thing. Yes, we'll see. You and I were talking about charitable things, but I'm still doing a lot of work in Worcester. Now that you're the GM and the head coach, let's fucking go. All right. Let's Let's go. go. Anytime you guys want to have me on, anytime you guys want to have a player on, just let me know. That'd well, awesome. uh, what you can do for me, and I think you know what I'm going to ask here, because you know Mike it's Myers. It's the play contest. Are we going right, down that again? <laughs> can I get in on that again this season? I'm 0 for two here. I got to make good somehow. You know what? I, I think 29 minutes. I think I set the over under at, at 30. Wow. Or if if that would come up, and you, <laughs> I took the under in, in my head personally, I took the under, and you, you hit. So when does the uh, when does the season open for? Because I looked at there's no. Again, this fucking site doesn't even have your face on it, so I wouldn't expect the God games to be up there. <laughs> the schedule is on there. I, I don't. Maybe you're just not clicking the right buttons nope. right now. This would be Wait. the Worcester Railers HC. I know that for sure. Okay, because no, there's another Railers uh, website, but that's that's like a that's X-ray. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> one we, we we avoided taking the domain on probably for, for a oh, lot. What, of is, time. what is this piece of shit I'm looking at? This has fucking Patrick Waz face. I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, when, when's the fir- when's the first home game for the Railers? Uh, I know our first game is the 22nd. Uh, the first home game is a better question. I believe that's October? the 23rd. Uh, that's what uh, Cam, I think that's what Cam is it, told me. Is it a home and home to open up? So it's Friday the 22nd on the road uh, and the 23rd at home? No, I, I think, um, I think that, I think it's, no, I think the 23rd is the first home game. I, I think that's what right Cam here. told me. Here's my calendar. Yeah. Cam McGuire, talking, he's the, uh, what's yeah, Cam McGuire's title he, there? Everything. I know. It seems like he does everything, really. Yeah. That guy guy does everything. So, according to the schedule, I have the 22nd is our first home game against Saturday. Okay. 22nd of Of October. Of October. Okay. So, what we should Uh, do is we should set the podcast up there and do it at that fucking game. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I think that'd be an awesome thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if, I mean, like leading up to it, like talk to players and you and kind of you use this as a, I mean, we've got a big following in Worcester, at least three other people listen. So yeah. or watch. I think we're up to yeah. four now. Let's take it easy. Well, there's you, Josh, there's Mike, there's me. My wife checks in every now and then. Josh's and then mom. Yeah. Yes. Sandy's in. I know well, you, guys Sandy got, you guys have got me. I'm, I'm a listener now. I listen oh, there you to go. That's five. You guys, oh, had sweet. Dane, you guys had Dane Cook on the other day. I listened to that one. I was, <laughs> right. And, and, <laughs> and now, 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 sir, you're the, you're the GM and the head coach. So with much respect, we appreciate it. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta go back to, to, you mentioned Cam um, and you talk about my transition, all the responsibilities that I have now. Um, I, I wouldn't have lost without that guy. He's, that guy does everything. If you ever look at an organization in hockey, they all have that one guy that if he was to disappear, the place falls apart. Um, and that's and that's that's Cam. That guy that that guy is the, the glue. He uh, he works he works his ass off and um, he does it with a smile. He's a great kid, and so I want to make sure that he uh, he gets credit where credit is due because he's a massive help for me in this transition and, and helped me get used to all the paperwork stuff and all that, that crap that I avoided for 16 years playing again instead of, instead of, instead of working. So, and he's literally he's, a kid. How old is he? Is he's like 13? I mean, yeah. the is, he looks, he's just, he's literally a kid. Seriously. Yeah, he is. And he's got, he's got, he's got the, he's got the, the like the long blonde hair. He looks, yeah. Cam's 25. Um, oh, Cam wow. also also single for the people listening in Worcester. He is a great guy. So that's that's my, my PSA for Cam. Um, you know, we, we kind of jokingly refer to him as the golden retriever in the uh, in the office and around the team because like I said, the guy the guy just does everything for us. And uh, I would have been lost last year as a captain without him and even more so now as a coach. So he's got the longest fucking title on the webpage. Cam McGuire, <laughs> yeah, manager like ma- manager. Manager of communications, broadcasting, hockey operations, and a bunch of other fucking shit that Jordan doesn't <laughs> I, want to do. I very affectionately, when people ask me uh, or I describe Cam, I say, "Oh yeah, my Cam, um, the team bitch is going to reach out to you." And I and I say that in the nicest way because I I love Cam, but it really is the guy just he just does everything, and it's, it's yeah. fantastic. If pe- yeah. if people want to see who we're talking about, you just follow the Railers on social media because yeah. he does the he does all the video stuff. He's the yep. host. He, he does, does the broadcast he does, he does, too, he does right? Broadcaster in the game. He's he's a fantastic broadcaster. He's made some he's made some great calls over the years that I've heard. Some great calls on some of my goals last year. He's super into it. Uh, he's looking to make a career in, in broadcasting on that side of things, and that's I think, awesome. I think he's got a pretty bright future there. So yeah, and that play-by-play like stuff is very like hard. Connection. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, on, he's on the rise. He's he's single and on the rise. He's going places. I'm hearing there's a lot of single guys on the Railers, so all the single Worcester girls just go to Uno's after the games and. <laughs> The Railers, the Railers are more, they're, they're a Mezcal group. Oh, you know okay. What? Um, you, you might want to edit this, Josh, because I believe Cliff Rucker owns Off the Rails. Yes, please oh, cut that out. Yeah. Everybody go to Off the Rails. They go to Off the Rails. Rewind. Fantastic. The atmosphere is fantastic. The concert venue in the back right. is even better. Right, um, exactly. You, yeah. All those people you see that look like hockey players at Mezcal, they're not. They're just, they're just goons. You know, I you forget know, about it because it, it opened up kind of mid-season on us last year, and so I um, I actually have been there several times this summer. I do very much enjoy it. Last time I was there, I was almost blackout drunk, and I woke up with a skull ring on my hand. Oh! And I just remember vaguely some guy with a mohawk and a pink goatee drove me home. Was that for the uh, the AF? Yeah, that was for the, the gods. Yeah. yeah, the Godsmack. Were you there? Okay, yeah. No, I wasn't there. Oh, okay, no. all right. Because I, I'm sorry if I don't remember. I well, apparently, I, really I, Vaughn was given been, I would have been in a similar home. state probably if I had been there. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, nice. From what I can remember, great, uh, great place. Yeah, I mean, it's an awesome, <laughs> awesome, little, it's an awesome little concert venue. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Where, where, uh, one more question for me. When you talk about all the signings and things, what is the pool that you pick from at the league level where you're at i know where the nhl does it I and mean, where do you go find is it high school college do you have other league what, where do you find your players that you want to sign everywhere um okay. so we're looking uh, a, a big market right now is kids coming out of canadian college um they've played their four years of major junior they played three four years of it's called u sports mm-hmm. um and a lot of those guys are coming out at 24, 25. They're a little older, a little mature, starting their careers at that age. Uh, the NCAA is a big feeder to these coastal. Um, right. 
it's been a, a weird market with the NCAA because they offered a fifth year to everybody who was in school um, at any point during COVID. Um, so whereas the last couple of years, you really had a bunch of seniors graduating coming to play, you now have a bunch of seniors that are taking a fifth year um, and staying in school for another year or transferring to another school and taking a fifth year as opposed to playing um, professionally. And then it's within the league. Um, guys yeah. will transfer teams from within the league. Um, and then, you know, guys that may have gone to Europe, didn't have as much success there, that come back. Um, guys that had, you know, success in that they looking to build their stock over here on the North American side. So the player pool is is very large. Yeah. Um, How many scouts do you have? Uh, one. <laughs> uh, that's Cam. That's Cam. Yeah, that's Cam. Yes. It's, it's me. No, that's that's unfair. Um, so uh, our our old uh, assistant coach, um, who was going to be my assistant coach and was taking a position. Um, uh, a, a different job somewhere else. They offered him a lot more money than we could. And, and I encouraged him to, to take that opportunity because it's, it's a tough business in, in, in this world to make money in. And if you get that opportunity, you should take it. Um, but he, even though he's taken that position has been awesome um, in helping out and scouting and still sending me players names and things like that and reaching out to agents and stuff. So um, he's, he's been a big help. And then eventually here in the next little bit, I'll be hiring an assistant coach um, to fill that void. Um, and that will be somebody that will help me big time on the recruiting side. Um, and then it really is just all about connections. <clears throat> I'd like to put in a recommendation for the assistant coach position. And that's uh, this guy, Josh Dolan. Right here. See, he knows a little bit about the game. And, uh, you know. Uh, so do I fill oh, out yeah, the application on railershc.com? Yeah. Do you I just call pizza? I think you just, you just call me, you just call me directly or send me a text. Um, and I can just send you a quick no back and we can oh, wow. the whole process, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I know you're, you're looking for guys, you know, mostly younger guys. It's, it's development. That's what it's all about. And yeah. some of those guys, like you said, coming back from Europe, you know, like yourself, you came back here and stuff, but what if like, what if like a guy, like, uh, what's, uh, what's uh, Bobby Butler. All right. So there's an example of someone that you had, you guys had to call him because, because of the COVID thing, but is there someone that you're also looking for like that? Somebody, you know, like you to bring oh, in yeah. as, as like a team leader. Absolutely. Especially like an older local guy like myself who might be coming towards the end of their career a little bit, maybe wants to play close to home. Like I did. Um, I, I am talking to Bobby. I'm trying to get him to come back and play this year and play this and play the full season. Um, so anyway, we can put some pressure on him to make that happen. Um, I'd love to have him in my room because He's a guy that that is going to replace me points wise. He's a leader in the room. He's a he's a veteran guy. He'd be he'd be that guy um, that would that would fill that hole that I'm leaving. Um, so no, I, I I he gets a text from me every week. Hey man, how's it going? <laughs> Where are we at? I know I'm annoying, but this I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't check in every week. Because um, how many how many games did he end up playing last season? He ended season? up playing just under twenty something like that, maybe 18, 16, 17, 18, something like that. And he was and he, right up there with you, right? With he, points and he contributed. He had, I think in the 18 games, maybe 15 points, something like that. So he was, yeah, he was, he was great for us. Um, and like I said, the, the, he has that, that veteran presence that, you know, that extra voice that you need in the room. Um, so Listen no, again, I'm he, real cheap. Just a one game contract. A- one game. If if I don't score, I'll donate ten thousand dollars of Isaiah's so money to a charity. One of the biggest liabilities for an East Coast Hockey League team is injury, Josh. And I just I just don't think that we could take the risk that you might die if you came out and tried to play <laughs> no, one I, game. I, I wouldn't die if I get really hurt. I'll just grimace. Okay, I just. <laughs> Bite my lip if you sign a waiver that says we are not liable for anything that right. happens to you i'll sign whatsoever. everything like that <laughs> his back hurts from building a dog fence in his yeah. parents backyard <laughs> yeah. and he can't and he wants to play fucking he just moved that hockey. box full of pillows in his, his move today his back is right. yeah right. listen that means i'm getting back in shape <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. listen yeah. tim thomas did it <laughs> he's a rookie at 30. Yeah. Josh Dolan, Tim Tom. Yeah, yeah no, doesn't that's, that that's a fair Tim Thomas comparison. was an NHL rookie at 30, not a professional <laughs> hockey rookie at 30. So <laughs> I think I think we'll stick with Josh Day on the podcast and we'll just have Jordan come on. All right. Bring all players. right fine. Right. Yeah. Do, 
Yeah. Do that stuff. None of us are going to play hockey anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just sign me to beat you in the pie contest. Yeah. Oh, 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 right. oh, oh, man. I think that might even be another hard no. I mean, there are three members of this podcast. I, I don't know why we can't have three contestants in a pie. Yeah, contest. Exactly. Let's go. You know, uh, hey, listen, I mean, that's an easy win for me. I put can... food away. You know, and I don't understand why they don't allow checking during the pie contest. You know, <laughs> oh, we want elbow. We, we, we... Well, we did we did see some checking in the hot dog eating contest down at Coney Island. Oh yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> you should sign Joey Chestnut. You want a more aggressive team. That he guy took that guy on Damn. crutches. He dummied that guy. Oh yeah. And then went back and, and went on to win. Yeah, and he just <laughs> he, he maybe missed three seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that know? was like so a takedown, like, like a scrum in the crease. For him in three seconds is that. <laughs> <laughs> that was i forgot about that that was aggressive yeah. what kind of a fucking idiot just runs up with some sign joe it's like fuck you i'm eating hot dogs here yeah man. seriously yeah you don't bother a shark when it's chewing on a carcass right <laughs> <laughs> same, same thing with joey chestnut you don't put your hands or any kind of digits near his face when he's I, eating i gotta be honest with you, i feel like you would have a similar reaction if somebody ran up during the biting time oh yeah oh yeah oh, absolutely yeah. i just get in the zone but you know like i said the first time it was tracks tracks was hassling me josh was there he saw the whole thing and, uh, and then the other time, uh, Tim Brennan, the, the guy who beat me last time, uh, I, I, I had to file a grievance with the league because most of the pie, he has a huge beard and most of the pie was in his beard and that does not count. It's got to be <laughs> he in was his stomach. Is, is that league, is that, is that league run through the railers? Is it run through tabletop pies? That like, is, that is, an af- that's an affiliate of the East coast hockey league. It's the East coast pie league. Okay. All right. You know, it's a, wow. it's a subdivision. I got a copy of all the affiliation agreements. That one, I must have, I must have missed that one in the packet. So, well, I'll tell Cam to get that one on your desk. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I want to join. I want to join the East Coast Pie League. That yeah, sounds East fucking Coast amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. We also have scouts. They're Boy Scouts. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, they just help deliver the pies. That's all. Troop all right. two yeah, and like troop the, ten. Uh, <laughs> I like the cross promotion because I'm looking at uh, partnerships. You guys do because you've got the Woo Sox logo on your thing, so you guys play you play nice together in the same town, which is awesome. Well, we, we had we had our, our big Woo Sox night this past year. Actually, those were some cool alternate jerseys that we wore. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a fun night. I think that was a hat trick night for me, actually. See? Yeah, it's hard to remember that all of them. Huh? I think it was actually that and Patriots. I was a big specialty jersey guy. <laughs> I think we talked about this. Yeah, I, I yeah. So that was one of those nights. Um, so hopefully I can sign Bobby and he can do the same thing next year. Right. Nice. <laughs> there has to be, there has to be a Chick-fil-A night. They're one of your sponsors. I'm looking at some other good things you can they, do. They also. do. They do provide a press meal every once in a while. Um, which now as a coach, I'll have access to, and that, that scares me a little bit. <laughs> that, that, see, this is where, this is where, if you're not careful, yes. you'll get a little fat. They fed the press, but they didn't feed the players. That just doesn't fucking make sense. It's, it's it's a collective bargaining agreement thing. They're not allowed to provide meals to players. For um, real? So that's that's a whole thing. Are yeah, you being serious? I'm being the serious. Team like can't the feed their own players. I think there are certain times a year where they can provide meals. Um, or maybe I'm. You know, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure that is the case. Um, yeah. Who negotiated wow. that? I think that's like they, they make exceptions for like Thanksgiving and things like that. They'll they'll. Oh, they'll, that's mighty mighty nice of them. Yeah, it's real yeah. nice. Uh, like Christmas time. I know we're going to be spending Thanksgiving this year down in Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. Um. So the team will be able to provide us with a nice Thanksgiving meal that that night that we're down there for that. Because there's enough fucking food sponsors on here. Palace Pizza must be like, let me feed them. Jimmy John's is on here. Fucking. BT's, I think barbecue is that. Oh, Chili's, we got BT's fried, yeah, BT's fried chicken. I love their logo. There's a fucking bull, rock pig chasing a chicken. Yeah. BT's I, I, fried I've chicken. Heard really, I've heard really good things about that place. BT's has the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life. Okay. Unfortunately, really? it's five minutes from my house. I can smell oh, it. I can smell the smokers. That's in it's, the on, morning. it's on Park. It's on Park Ave, right? Yeah, so, it's on the corner yeah. of Park and Chandler. And oh, I you know it. You know it well. You, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know it. Well. My, my daughter used to work there. I used to he has a parking say, spot. I was going to say they've got six parking spots in the back, but if you go two blocks over, there's always three parking there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever you want. I mean, the place is just phenomenal. Yeah. But again, that's all food for the press. Yeah. Right. I mean, 
Let's be honest. We don't. I, I don't want my guys crushing fried chicken before a game. No, no. That's, that's gonna slow. And we don't want a Red Sox situation. It, it worked no. for the, yeah. It worked for, I was gonna say it worked for the Red Sox and Bobby Valentine. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could man. I could probably do it. I just wouldn't feel great my first or second shift of the game. You might no. You might see it again. Oh, but see, see this is why you also you also have any time fitness and crunch fitness fatty pants. So when you eat too much, <laughs> fucking get over it. I'm just I'm looking and these are legit sponsors from the webpage. When you eat too much chilies or BTs, you got to go to Crunch Fitness and then go to Anytime before you skate. We are a full circle sponsorship group. I we see will, this. We will make you fat and get you skinny at the same time. It's great. <laughs> right? It's all about balance. Yeah, it's right. all about right? balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's Guy like how Planet Fitness operates. Like you, you can work out for cheap, but then they give you free pizza on the way out on Tuesdays. So that's <laughs> well, that's right? that's that's like a mechanic leaving one nut loose. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're all set, and then you got to come back in three weeks. Like something happens. Oh yeah, this was yeah okay. One nut loose should be the name of our metal band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, uh, Jordan, always a pleasure, sir. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats, thank you guys man. very much. And like I said, anytime you guys want to chat, I love doing the show with you guys. I have a blast. Um, and I, I think maybe trying to get. I have no authority to speak on this, but. Uh, maybe trying to get an, an in arena show one one game would be really cool. That would be a awesome. general manager. You can do that. I yeah. can do that. I can I can make powerful suggestions. Now. <laughs> yeah, powerful. <laughs> I, I don't have the final authority on anything outside of uh, my dressing room and the guys that I bring into my dressing room. <laughs> yeah. well, I think what we need to do is we need to sit down with Cliff and Susan and say, "Here's the thing: the owners of the team." Uh, this podcast is unbelievably powerful and they are uh, knuckleheads. Uh, their, their metal band is called one loose nut or something dumb like that. And, and they'd be they'll fucking, and if anybody rushes the stage when they're doing the pie eating contest, they'll fucking kill them. Yes, so they're good absolutely. for security. Yeah. Uh, Josh is a 30 year old with a 90 year old back. So why can't we do this? Like, like Susan. Powerful. Yeah, you guys keep complimenting Mike Myers smile. And you know, you might, I, think, I think I think you're on you're on the right you're heading in the right direction. Here's what I'll do. Here's I, I own my own marketing agency. I will get Delta Dental to spend money with the Railers as the official dentist of. So now there's money involved. Now the podcast should I be think there. That's who my, I think that's who my dental coverage is with through the team. So there are it's already involved. There we go. The fuck are they not? They should be sponsoring it with all the pictures of all the grills that are broken and then the, the before and afters yeah, all right so i, I just say it, it's I mean, the the amount of advertising you have available that you can do with guys is, is it's limited I, so it's just just smile any of the players just smile him 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 perfect there's our marketing calendar for the next six fucking months <laughs> well congrats again brother thanks for yeah, coming man. on man thanks, yeah, guys. Congrats, I really, dude. really appreciate it I had a great time again cool awesome. stay single that's how you went that's right, man. Exactly. That's right. No, that's the no, title of the no episode. Women, no, no sex. All Stay right. Safe. You're married to the game. You go pet that dog of yours. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take her out. She's laying on her back over here, passed out. So that's good. Like my dog right over here. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's just yeah. furniture. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, brother. All right, we'll thank see you. you at the home opener. Yeah, yeah, man. See you guys. All right, see thanks, you, Jordan. See you, dude.